Hey. Welcome back to Live Talk. I am super excited today, as you've noticed, because we have the one and only, mm. one and only Cameron Devon crew, the number one trending relationship coach right now in the US. I have been waiting, you have been waiting, and he's back from Parental Relief. Welcome back on the show, my friend, and congrats on being a new dad. Thank you very much, Jesse. Everyone, never fear. Cameron yeah. Devon crew is here, back alive and well. I had a brief hiatus from social media uh, due to having my son born. The way I can sum it up best is just to say that, you know, all the men out there, when you have your first son or daughter, when you hold them in your hands, you will be struck with the feeling that this person is totally and completely dependent upon you for their well-being. And it gives you a new perspective and feeling. So it's a beautiful thing. And again, glad to be back making content. That is amazing. Yeah, man. We we uh a lot of people have been asking. We had a few other guests on and where where's uh Devon Crew? Where is he? What what is he doing? Um I'm sorry, he's coming back, he's coming back. You know, he has other priorities right now. So uh completely understandable, man. How how has it been? How how is it as a dad now? Like it, you know, Jesse, I didn't, you I like didn't grow up with mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't grow up around any kids like me and yeah. my cousins. We were the youngest in the family. So the first infant that I ever held was my son. So that was kind of a special and unique thing. Um, all I can really say is you learning something every day and just getting to interact with them and hold them and figuring out how to position them in different ways to keep them comfortable, to keep them feeling safe, to keep them soothed. You know, the mother plays the main role right now. Like there's what I do obviously is provide a safe uh, place for them and give her everything that she needs to take care of him right now. And she has a 24 seven around the clock job. Wow. I want to give a shout yeah. out to. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's 24 seven, man. Every three hours he's up and at it. And I want to give a shout out to any mothers out there, whether you're a single mother, I can only imagine how challenging that is, but to the mothers who have a man or a husband, uh, shout out to you just being a mother is truly um a challenging job a job that men are not fit for quite frankly like raising an infant i mean and just the things that i've seen her do have really opened my eyes and given me a new appreciation for for motherhood and of course fatherhood as well wow man i uh, want to start today's episode with uh, something inspirational that was sent uh, from one of the members shout out mark appreciate it I'm going to try to play it because it is not a YouTube live, but um, just a member's live. And it is from um, an interview that XX Temptation did. And it uh, it was very profound and it made me almost like tear up. So I'm going to play it right now and then we kind of like uh, elaborate on that. I want to know your thoughts. What do all people want people to know about me? Can I twist that question? Sure. This is what I want people to know. The whole point of the human race and the human mind in itself is evolution, whether it's evolution spiritually, physically, period, evolution. The purpose from, from birth is creation. That's all humans do. Everything around you was created. You were created. That table over there created, this chair created, this mic created, that camera created, that hat created. The whole point of the human, of the human race in itself is creation. Before now, when there was at least, ideally, the, the belief of two human beings 
on earth, everything after that was a creation in itself. The whole point is evolution and creation. If you're not evolving, you're doing something wrong. So anything that takes away the power of your mind is keeping you still and delaying your evolution. The whole point of life is evolution. Study your laws of the universe. The law of attraction, the law of abundance, the law of equivalent exchange. Study your laws, the laws of cause and effect, the karmic cycle. Study your laws. Dwell into your mind, meditate. Understand that you can alter your realms by your train of thought. The minute you slow down your thought, you're able to leave your body through astral projection. You're only, you're only enslaved if you can't control your mind. So while you can and while you don't have the whole world against you, or you don't have a lot of worries, worry on freeing your mind from this realm. When you can free your mind from this realm, everything is but a thought. And if you can't free your mind, then you're a slave to this realm. The whole goal is you live and then you die. You can die plenty of times while you're alive. The ideal physical death is completion. You served your purpose and then you won. There really is no rest for the wicked at all. I can't ask to project. So I'm gonna... Wow, there is no rest for the wicked at all. And um, it was so profound because he said you are enslaved. You are only enslaved when you can free your mind. So a lot of a lot very hot topic mm -hmm. right now is escaping the matrix, right? I think we're all talking about that. And I saw this interview, and I, what I love about him is he's so he's so incredibly deep and so philosophical. And like, uh, so I, I wanted to play this clip, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. What did you, if you resonated with it as well? I did. That was profound. I think he said a lot of things around that theme of being free having creativity, having a free mind. I fully agree, man. I think um, the number one thing that makes a man a man is finding out who he is and tapping into what his purpose is in life. And to do that, a man, it's, it's really important for a man as an, as an independent individual who wants to be a leader, you have to take control of your own mind and make your own decisions and look at the world through your own eyes. And I think too many men have been taught to look for instructions, to, to look for guidance and to really not trust and have confidence in where they believe their path lies and what they believe that their real purpose is in the world. And I, I think Andrew says that in different ways a lot. And I fully agree with that, that as a man, you really have to, have a path that's individual to you and you have to walk that path and be willing to live and die by what you believe your purpose is. Otherwise you live a life that's basically meaningless. You know, we, we do co-create children with women, but at the end of the day, the woman is the one who actually develops the child inside of her, gives birth to the child and sustains the child to throughout its development. Right. We don't really have as much of a role in that. So I think we're different from women in the sense that, we find our fulfillment in life through living out our purpose. That's kind of our creation. We leave behind a legacy. You know, you can obviously be the catalyst that and, and get your woman pregnant and, you know, have your lineage pass on that way. But again, um, you leave behind your legacy as a man. And I think the matrix definitely does not want men to be independent, 
free-minded, free-spirited, and to have strong purposes that they're willing to live and die by. If they can get you to the point where you don't know who you are and what you're living for, then they can use you as a vessel. They can use your body and your energy like, you know, like in the actual matrix. They just use your body and you work inside their companies and their corporations, fulfilling their visions, shaping the world in the way that they want it to be shaped and enriching them, building their legacy and leaving nothing for yourself nothing of your legacy behind so yeah i think that was extremely profound beautiful man i was i shared something today um as well and uh, I, I actually had an event last week and i don't usually go out to events where it's kind of like you know party and, and kind of lifestyle but it happens mm. sometimes because some of my friends grow and we go with a group so i happen to be there and I got harassed. I got sexually harassed, if you will. And if you look at those that are asking, uh, let me check the chat, that are asking what what actually happened. Well, uh, it was a woman that came sitting next to me. And I think I've noticed that women have become particularly more aggressive than they have ever been. I think they, mm -hmm. especially when they're hitting the 30s, they realize, look, I'm out, I'm gonna need to find a mate. and time is running out my biological clock and maybe there's other reasons also societal norms also pressure peer pressure so what happened is like this woman comes sit next to me and she kind of like grabs my leg and i'm like hey how are you who are you and nice to meet you and um she's like well i've been noticing you for a while now and um you know i i follow you and i just i really just want to get straight to the point and you know, where are you heading after? I'm like, wow, you're very direct. I'm very direct too, and I appreciate that. But um, shouldn't we first get to know each other a little bit? You know, you, you know, like in a club, like the music is very loud, so you're you're kind of like trying to like, you know, converse as least as possible. But anyway, so I tried to get up, and she's like, um, I'm like, you know, I tried to escape the situation. My friend's like texting, like, oh my god, bro, you're gonna get, it's gonna like escalate. So she grabs me by nuts. And um, so at that point, I didn't really know what to do anymore. I mean, I started started walking away, obviously. But uh, if you think about it, it was pretty crazy what, what happened. And um, obviously, there's a little double standard there because imagine if it would be the other way around. But um, that's a different conversation. And I, I thought about that later on, the, the, the days after, and I, I, shared, I shared the following. Wait until people realize we are being brainwashed into hookup culture, which is what I'm experiencing when I look around in clubs and event places and even rather, if you will, high-end places. And I think the reason why the West Hollywood leftist agendas, neo-Marxism, however you want to call it, is pushing that agenda, the hookup culture, is that there is no strong families no values, no morals in the future, no God. And we will have more and more people confused and more easily controlled and manipulated. And um, I, was, I was literally experiencing that. And this is exactly the reason why I don't go out that much. Um, because you're, you're faced with the reality of today's society, which is becoming more and more sexual and aggressive and confused. And I see it also in my email box. A lot of you are probably listening right now. You're reaching out to me for help. You're reaching out 
that some of you are inspired. Some of you are ch have, have lives changed, which I'm very grateful for. But there's still plenty of you that are depressed and are looking for direction. So I'm speaking out to you if you're listening right now. We are here for you. Cameron is here for you too. And we all try to elevate together. But be aware of what society is doing. Be aware of the agenda that's being pushed upon you. Hookup culture is not the way. Your hedonist, sorry, your hedonist, hedonistic pursuit is not the ultimate freedom. It is temporary gratification. Hookup culture is not the way. Family, strong families, morals in God is the way. That's what I wanted to share. Definitely, man, I agree. I think, not on a side note, by the way, that's actually happened to me inside of a club the exact same thing. Oh, God, was it in Vegas? It was in Vegas. Oh, God, yeah. Vegas yeah. is crazy. Yep. Yeah, I, I can tell that story in a bit, but yeah, I agree with you, man. I think that the, the morality of a society is, in my opinion, upheld by the woman by the women of the society. If you can remove the value of chastity and innocence and purity from women, the, the society will fall into degradation because once, once the woman or the, 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 the common woman in a society basically becomes promiscuous and has no standards or morality for how she you know has sexual experiences the men just follow after that so the like in other words men behave how they need to behave in order to get women so if women are loose then men have no incentive to actually live with i would say moral character because if one of the main pursuits of man is women i mean you just have to be fully honest about that and by pursuit i mean I don't mean chasing after women. I mean, yeah, the the same way that a, a man wants to conquer his goals, he wants to conquer women or a woman, and build his household and leave his legacy behind. But what is a man striving for if the prize of the woman is so low? Like, what what man is really going to strive to great links and have good character? and live with good ethics if all he is to achieve at the end of that is a woman who's been ran through by 30 other men a simp a and simp like all for it which which is plenty of simp. exactly you know a man's prize is basically i got this woman who no other man has had there's no pride in there, there's really no pride in a man showing off a woman and then in the crowd, 30 men hold up their hand like, I was with her too. <laughs> like, really think about that. Like, you go on stage and you, like, want to announce your family to the nation. And then 50 men anonymously raise their hand like, I was with her as well. Like, I actually know exactly what she's like. You know? And that right there is very deep in, in the male psychology. It's very deep. At that point men will start behaving in loose ways, you know? Yeah. I mean, this, this, and it destroys the family. Yeah. And, 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 and this is again, important to, to touch on. We're speaking to 
respectable men, self-respectable men, high value men, if you will, if you are listening right now, you don't resonate with this at all. And I, I know that this is why it's working. This is why it's, this degenerate society is functioning because there's plenty of Sims that are, that are fine with whatever, right? Oh, we're equal. We're fine. We're good. She can be, she can be, you know, from the streets, who cares? Let's be honest. You know, you and me would never ever entertain a woman from the club or the streets, would we? And this is not, this is not uh, by any means um, uh, disrespectful or, or it's just, it's just not like, because sometimes I have a lot of female friends and they ask me, I can't find a good, the high value man. And then I'm like, I, okay, where are you hanging out? I was here, the club, is that? Because you're not gonna find him at the club. Let's be honest, you're not gonna find them there. I'm not hanging out there. You're not hanging out there. I'm at I'm at the premium gym. I'm I'm at, I'm at I'm at some like, you know, you know, working co-working place or I'm at the office. I'm I'm out there traveling, I'm out there doing my thing. You know, you might find me in the gym. So this is another thing we need to talk about, though, because I hear this complaint a lot. I can't find any good high value on men anymore. So we need to address both sides. A hundred percent. When people make complaints about the results that they're getting from the way they're living their life, what they don't realize that they're doing is they are revealing how they're living their life. So if you can't find any good partners, it's because you a probably are not a good partner yourself and you're living in such a way where you're, you're doing the things that bad partners do. So you're going to bars, you're getting drunk, you're not in the gym, you're not in church, you're not uh, in, in, in environments where people are learning or doing business or doing constructive, productive things. You know, you're not in healthy restaurants or exclusive restaurants where these people would spend their time. So you, when you look at your friend circle, that's really a reflection of who you are. There is no way, and everybody believes this, right? Like you'll have a woman, you'll see her friends and you'll say, huh, you know, I saw your friend on Instagram at Omnia nightclub twerking in a video or in her story the other day. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. You know, my friends, you know, she was just having fun. I'm like, so do, you, do your friends, like, I'm not even being judgmental, oh, but like, do your friends, God. like, are they loose? Like, are they hooking up with guys regularly? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, sometimes they do that, but I'm not anything like them. When I, when I go out, I'm usually just dancing a little bit and then I go home alone. It's like, no, if your friends are four slores, you're probably the fifth. And that's just how it goes. And just like, you know, you don't, you're not going to see four dusty dudes hanging out together, drinking beers all day and eating fast food at night and then passing out and waking up at noon. And then there's a fifth guy hanging around him who's a millionaire. It's unlikely. Amen. Amen. So, so thank, thank you for addressing both sides, you know, because I, I want to be inclusive and I want to address these concerns. <laughs> um, totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so coming back to the, to your story, you got sexually harassed. Um, yep. Let, let's talk about that for a second, because uh, did you go into therapy for it? Well, how did you cope with it? 
Um, it wasn't like traumatizing. So <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like I spent two years in therapy. No, no, no. It could be. No, no. no. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to detract from it. Yeah. No, it's 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 it is a genuinely a serious thing. Yeah, so yeah. I was in the club at a table, and you know, this was in my more younger, more hedonistic days. Right. I, yeah. I definitely had those times. Oh, we all. I'm in the club anyway. Yeah, sitting down, enjoying myself. Uh, this girl who was invited to the table by some other guy was sitting next to me. She introduces herself to me. We're just talking. Mm. Um, she kept hitting on me like very overtly, like talking about how attracted to me she was, how sexy I was to her, stuff like that. So I'm a little uncomfortable the entire time, but I don't want to be rude again because this is the guest of one of the guys at the table who I know. So I kind of just casually got up like, hey, I'm about to go... Uh, you know, go to the bar, grab myself a, a drink, et cetera. So I leave. She finds me at the bar, continues talking to me very much in my space. Uh, long story short, my my cousin came over and was talking to me for a second. He walks off. The girl like is like chest to chest with me. She kind of tries to kiss me and at the same time reaches her hands into my pants. Like, so this actually happened. Dude, when I made it back to the table... And I know what women, I know how women feel when they've been like sexually assaulted. When I made it back to the table and sat down, it was legitimately, I like, I could still feel her hands on me, if that makes any sense. It was like a lingering feeling, you know, like when somebody encroaches on your personal space like that. And this isn't uncommon, man. Like you're right. Like, especially women who hit their thirties and forties, the ones that are still single, um, way back in the day when I was in my early twenties out here in Vegas, I actually was bartending on a party bus that would drive up and down the strip. So you're dealing with people who are drunk and stuff like that. At least five, six different times while I'm like walking on the bus, pouring a drink for someone, I, I got like, I had a, a woman just grab my genitalia. You know what I mean? Like I'm not even seeing it happen. Like it just happened. So it's a real thing. And like, again, if if the roles were reversed, all those individuals would have been in jail. You know, I'm not even sure if I went to the authorities, if they would even take the case seriously, to be completely honest with you. Which they so, for, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there would almost be an agreement of, of shame. Like, oh, what are you complaining about? Like, you you should want women to just grab all over you. You know, like the expectation is that guys are just these sex machines. Um, and it's not that, that that way. It's only they want it to seem that way because they want to continue degenerating men and the image of man. Yeah. You know, again, like you said, high value men actually do have taste and distinction and do want to get to know a woman. They don't want to just lay down with any woman because they don't want to expose themselves to this individual. Right. So, yeah, this is I, I'm so glad you uh, you address this. So. I don't just sleep with a woman or one of my friends. I have a lot of female friends. Okay. And people see right. me out there. I had a coffee this morning. I had a dinner yesterday, one-on-one, right? Because I really, I really respect my friends and really value them. So I would never just sleep with my friends, but for the perception of the outside world, it's like, okay, this guy, you know, he's probably, he's probably, you know, in bed with her. He's probably in bed with her, you know, right. slept a couple of times with her. So he's a player. That's the perception. That's okay because I don't care about perception in the end of the day. Neither do she because otherwise they wouldn't be my friends. But it's very interesting that the people that judge 
are usually portraying a reflection of who they are. And that mm-hmm. tells you exactly the degeneracy and how they think in today's society. So be aware, be careful. And also, I think we all experience maybe in a relationship where you might be accused of things or falsely accused. And I know myself, I would never, just because I'm very emotional, I wouldn't be able to cheat for it as an example, because I'm emotionally involved with one woman. So I would have to break it off first and then go through like certain, you know, like a cooling down period before I could even entertain another woman sexually again. But the point is that when you have somebody in a relationship that constantly accuses you, oh, are you, are you fucking her? Are you doing something behind my back? Mm-hmm. And you really do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like start asking the right questions. Why is this person accusing me? Why is this happening to me? Oh wait, it's, a, it's, it's possibly a reflection. So start asking different questions if that does happen. Absolutely, yeah. Most of the time, people project what their desires are, consciously or unconsciously. So like, it's the same as if you post a photo on Instagram and you're in a nice car or have on a nice watch and you have a bunch of dudes hating in the comments, mm. like, oh, who does he think he is? He's superficial, da-da-da. The, the thing is, they're actually projecting their own desires. They wish they had that car and that watch. So the same thing is true like in relationships. If a woman assumes that a man out with a woman having dinner, that that interaction is going to lead to sex. It's because she's basically saying, if I was out at dinner with a man, it would lead to sex. So she's assuming that you have the same mentality that she has. She's just projecting the way that she looks at the world onto you. So, but I will say this for, for the guy, for people out there who may be like a little bit more naive or less experienced, you know, sometimes you do need to look at situations and, assume that the way that they look may actually be the way it's panning out right so don't be dumb but at the same time don't be insecure oh yeah 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 but the the thing is like when you when you're in this playing field right you you have like 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 you have distinction you have a taste you have a preference i you know am, am I'm very particular when it comes to women. And I, I yeah. you know, especially when it comes to sleeping together. And it's it's quite a big deal for me now. Maybe when I was in my early 20s, it wasn't as much, you know, but now I have a certain experience and I'm like, okay, I'm very, very protective of my energy and who I channel and share it with. And that's also why, and I think it find it fascinating to have conversations with my female friends and kind of like hear about their struggles and we kind of like exchange conversations, which when you're with a dude, you know, like you, 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 you have a, like sometimes a hard time like having the other perspective. That's also why on this podcast, let's for as an example, we have female guests on because you want to have different perspectives from different angles and different expertises. And sometimes from the other sex, it's 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 a whole different perspective. So it's very important to sometimes sit down with a woman and actually listen. And listen to what she has to say. What is she dealing with? Mm-hmm. And 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 I think more than anything, my whole experience and listening to women have has developed the true gentleman in me so i encourage anybody to do it you know sit down with a bunch of women and listen to them you know become become a true gentleman that way you can't read it in the book let me tell you that much absolutely i want to make a really important point and this is twofold so i'm going to speak to this for men and women 
uh, because men and women are guilty are you, are you of the same thing. Hmm? Are, are you ready, guys? Are you ready for the? Oh yeah, yeah. You're all, many of you are likely guilty. This is the last. The this is the last thing. point because we we have four more minutes uh, because then then the YouTube live starts. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is perfect that you're that you're ending with this. So go ahead. Perfect. I'll sum it quickly. So <clears throat> the number one mistake men and women are making in relationships is that your priority, the number one way that you qualify someone is superficial. Let me explain. So with men, obviously, it's the woman's physical attractiveness. He's chasing sex. With women, it's the man's success level. She's looking at him and qualifying him based on how much money and resources and tangibles he has. I'll give you an example of how this really manifests in bad ways. Uh, my One of my friends, well, you know, I'll leave his name out, we were out on the strip, and this happened numer on numerous occasions. But we're, So we're with these group of very attractive Hispanic females at a lounge. When I, I showed up late, when I showed up, the girls were slurring. They were talking about their other trips to L.A. and Miami and, you know, the common sinful cities. And I already knew that I, you know, wasn't feeling this group. But I was just going to entertain it. Just, you know, my friend invited me, so I was just going to chill. Yeah. Anyway. As the evening progresses, the conversation becomes worse and worse and, you know, more insignificant. Um, we we leave, like two of the girls are drunk, two of them are tipsy. We walk across one of the bridges on the Vegas Strip. One of the girls stops and starts engaging with this random guy. And she starts like doing a Coke deal right there. Mm. So she buys Coke off this dude. I was no part of this, Jesse. I walked ahead of him. She She, she did that. And I'm like, I just, can't, I just can't wait to get back to my car and leave. So anyway, we're walking to the garage where our cars are located. I let my friend know, hey, I'm headed home. They can't ride with me. Um, what you do is your business. So anyway, I leave. Long story short, he takes these girls. One of the girls actually urinated in the back seat of his car because she was so drunk. Okay. One of them is in the back seat doing the cocaine that she bought from the sidewalk from some random dude. And the other girl is passed out in the front seat. He still had intercourse with one of these girls and he wound up getting an STD from the interaction. Mm. And I, after all that, I was like, yeah, why did you do any of it? You could have, y'all are breaking the law. You could have got arrested. These girls trashed your car and now you, you're stuck with something that you have to go get medically treated for. So I say all that to say he got what he deserved because all he was doing was judging women based on how they look. And many people are guilty of doing the same thing. Like this is another example of what some sims are able to do for just for some pussy, you know. This is this exactly. is an exact example. Like, um, and women under women understand their power. Some of these women understand their power. It's clearly, you know, he let them pee in the car. He let he went through all that for for what? You know what I mean? Might as well just you know get it out of the way before you go out. You know, <laughs> do a little. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> anyway, I uh, thank you for sharing this, man. I, I mean, this is a very good example, and I, I resonate with this absolutely. I think um, uh, I, I really am excited that you are back and that we can touch on different, like sensitive, not so sensitive, controversial, not controversial, whatever kind of subjects without any limitations. That's the beautiful thing about this conversation. We go different directions and. I also, uh, I see your questions coming in. I want to bring your questions into a next podcast because it's been a while and I kind of like want to get back into it with you. 
Um, so we're gonna do this more weekly, guys. And I really am so glad you're back, uh, Cameron. Thank you for being on, man. Appreciate you, my Absolutely, friend. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. I speak to you. I speak to you next week. And um, again, have a great week. Much love to you and you and yours, and the baby, and everybody. Yes, indeed. Have a great week, and yeah, see you then. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it.